Hey, this is Dave DeBoe. Would you like to access private capital so that you can buy more properties and scale your real estate business? Then check out my brand new podcast. It's called the How to Raise Capital 101 Show. Now, the first nine episodes are a mini course on how to raise six figures in a matter of weeks and seven figures in a matter of months, even if you're starting from scratch. So you can find this new show. Again, it's called the How to Raise Capital 101 Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Or feel free to visit us at RaiseCapital101Show.com. Hey everyone, Dave DeBoe here with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. Today, zooming in from Hawaii, we've got Brandon Robbie. Brandon is a real estate investor. He's a father. He's a husband. He runs a real estate meetups. He works full time. He's got another baby on the way very shortly after this interview. He's a busy, busy kind of guy. Plus, he coaches and he mentors people. He helps us get in the right headspace for high performance. So, Brandon, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. I'm glad to be here. Excellent, excellent. So, you're a busy kind of guy. I know I'm going to be speaking for your real estate meetup in a few weeks. So, how are you able to balance and manage all of this? I mean, you're at this point, you're still working a full-time job. You've got a growing portfolio. You've got a growing family. You've got all these different <laughs> things. You're, you're running meetups. How are you able to manage all of that without overwhelm creeping in? Yeah. Or do you know, you? I'm not, I'm not going to lie, Dave. It's not easy. It uh -huh. can be very hectic at times. But there are certain things that I do that help with that. Okay. One thing, right, is time blocking, managing my time, kind of writing out, planning my day every morning, what I'm going to be doing every half an hour. So that kind of gives me a blueprint of how the day is going to work and so how you, the week so ahead you, is going to look. Do you do that blueprint for even for like your your job? Are you doing that or are you doing the blueprint for your non-job time? For non-job. I mean, when I'm at work, it's the same thing every day. I don't have to time block. But when I write it down, I just block off that whole chunk of time. I'm going to be at work. Okay. Yeah. So you're time blocking. So I'm not sure what your work schedule is. Are you doing a nine to five and eight to four? What's your typical kind of work schedule? If you don't mind me asking. It's typically from about 10 a.m. till whenever I finish my job. Sometimes it's eight hours. Sometimes it's 10 hours long. I pretty much block off that whole time. However, <laughs> like for lunch, I'll write in what I'm going to be doing during lunch. So I don't only eat. I might be making a phone call to an agent, or I might be listening to a podcast or reading a book, okay. right? When I have certain downtimes within work, that's when I'll time block as well. So that it gives me something to remind me like, okay, I'm not going to be on social media scrolling or whatever during that downtime at work. Uh -huh. It'll be something I can refer to. It'll be something yeah. practical that you can use. Okay, very good. So you're fortunate that you're able to start work at 10 a.m. So that gives you a little bit of time in the morning. What time are you usually getting up and planning out your day? My day typically starts at about 5, 5.30. Mm -hmm. And then I'll spend that first half hour in my morning routine. So I'll time block. Mm -hmm. In my time blocking exercise, there's also questions that I'll ask myself. You know, what am I excited about? Who am I looking to encourage? Who are the people that I need to reach out to? Or what is the next step I need to take? What is something uncomfortable that I'm going to overcome today? So I'll go through that part of my time blocking. And then I do a short workout. I'll read 10 pages. I drink water. That's just kind of the, I guess, mini version of my morning routine. 
riding. How I'll long wait, is I'm that? 6.30, I'm ready to go. Okay, so that's about your first hour of the day. You're getting all organized. You're doing all that. You're getting yourself mentally and physically energized to take on the day. So mm-hmm. then 6.30 rolls around and life starts to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll check the email, the inbox, see what, you know, who needs my attention or what do I need to take care of? Yeah. I also make like an attack list. It's kind of like a to-do list, but it's an attack list that I create the night before of certain tasks that I need to take care of the next day. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that term attack list sounds a lot more exciting than a to-do list. (laughs) That too. That's why I like calling it an attack list. (laughs) Nice. nice. All right. Okay. So, and then what about, I mean, because you got little kids, you got a wife, you got all this family stuff going on. How are you able to juggle that, especially in the mornings? I don't know if your kids are school age yet or not, but that must be kind of a busy time. Yeah, you know, for that aspect, it's really important to have a great team. And part of my team is my wife. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So my wife, she's super helpful. She's super understanding. I got to give her a whole lot of credit because she just puts up with all the things that I need to take care of, Mm. you know, along with the kids and all that. So yeah, for like spouses that are assisting investors or just CEOs and whatnot. I mean, I give them a lot of credit because it does take a lot of work. I can't do the job that she does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, I know. No doubt. An hour or so, and, you know, I need a break. But yeah. All right. Long. So you're cranking it out, you know, 630, you're kind of jumping on the computer, starting to do stuff. It's still kind of early for reaching out to most people. So are you able to get much work type communication done before you have to punch in for your job? Or is that mostly happening afterwards? I am. And that's one of the advantages, I guess I would say, is because I'm in Hawaii Mm -hmm. and I invest out of state in the Midwest, Uh they're a couple hours ahead of me. They're about five hours right now ahead of me. Perfect. When I'm waking up or when I'm ready to go at 6.30, it's about midday for them. So they've already been kind of going, right? And there's no problem for me reaching out to them. The drawback is sometimes they're waiting for me. Right. And, you know, but yeah, I'm able to take care of work because they're ahead of, they're ahead of time. Right. Okay. Very good. So you're making the time difference work in your benefit there. It's very, very smart. Okay. So basically what I'm hearing, Brandon, is in your particular situation, you're crunching in most of your real estate investing workday before you start your job. Would that be fair to say? Because by the time you get back home, whatever time that might be, you know, between six and eight o'clock at night, your time. Now it's midnight in the Midwest or what have you. So you're probably not able to do a heck of a lot after work. Would that be right? Yep, exactly. Exactly. Because I do coaching and mentoring, the evening is when I will take care of that side of the business. And the people I work with, you know, they have their own jobs too. They have their own families. Mm -hmm. So it works out. They're free later in the evening because the kids are down or they're not at work. So right. it just really works out, works out that way. How about your weekends? How do you structure your weekends so you kind of are able to balance things out between spending some time with the family, getting a little bit of rest and recuperation in there and catching up on things that you weren't able to do during the week? Yeah. So Sundays, I try to preserve strictly for family activities mm-hmm. because Saturdays, right? Because I'm working with working professionals, sometimes Saturdays are only day off. So I need to make myself available for that. Mm-hmm. But Sundays, outside of a book club that I'm a part of, it's primarily family, church, you know, doing that kind of stuff. 
So Saturdays, a little bit of work. Sundays, try not to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Making sure it's with the family. That's a fascinating idea. Hold that thought for a second. Hi there, this is Dave DeBow, and real estate investors hire me to raise capital the right way. Why? Because most of them are stuck with too small of a portfolio, and they don't know how to attract investors and raise money for their deals. So I help them to connect, capture, and close their ideal money partners. Bottom line, when you've got a deal, you're going to have the capital to do it. So go ahead and book a no-cost capital clarity session with me at bookachatwithdave.com. Again, that's book chatwithdave.com. So it sounds to me like you're not spending a heck of a lot of time watching Netflix. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I just don't have time. No, no. As much as I'd like to, I hear there's documentaries, but. Yeah, your time is yeah. very structured, very, very focused, and that's how you're able to get things out. It's interesting as we're chatting, Brandon, it reminds me of a an old acquaintance of mine who, when he first got into real estate investing, he also had a young growing family. He had a full-time job, actually had a special needs daughter. So his time was just so, so jam-packed because his big why for real estate investing was to be able to provide for his special needs daughter after he and his wife were no longer around because she's going to need lifetime care. So mm-hmm. he was doing exactly what you're talking about, like cranking stuff out coffee breaks, lunch times. It wasn't any BSing with the boys. You know, it was focused on finding deals, talking to sellers, taking massive action. And that's how he made things happen. So it sounds like you're doing something very, very similar in a very structured, focused format. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like with everything that I'm doing, I want to make sure I'm intentional in it. That's kind of my word for this year as well. Intention. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? What does intention mean to you, Brandon? It means doing something with meaning, right? Identifying why I'm doing certain things. So like this podcast, why am I here, right? I want to connect with you. I want to be able to share with your listeners about what works for me as far as investing and mindset. Mm-hmm. You mentioned about just hanging out with the boys and stuff. And maybe a couple of years ago, that would have been the case. I had no problem hanging out with the boys. And not that I don't do that now. It's more so who am I going to be hanging out with? What are we going to be doing for? How long are we going to be doing it for? Uh, Because I want it to be fruitful both ways, right? right? Right. It's not just because there's nothing to do right now and they're free, I'm free. It's no, I want it to be intentional, right? I want it to be meaningful. Well, that brings up a good point because quite often we hear as we're trying to become more efficient, more effective, move ahead in life. Sometimes you have to let your old friends and acquaintances go and move on hanging out with new people. What are your thoughts on that? Are you still finding time for your non-real estate, non-professional friends and acquaintances? Or are you kind of really focusing on expanding your sphere and hanging out with people who are more on your actual wavelength? What I'm finding is the more I get into real estate and personal development, I'm naturally kind of moving people away that aren't in alignment to that outside of my life. Mm. And not that I'm trying to push them away. They just, they kind of feel it, right? Mm. That I'm no longer interested in what we used to talk about. And, you know, my focus is in different areas. So it just naturally repels them. But I still make the effort to reach out. And how I do that is every morning, like part of my morning routine, I'll encourage three people. I'll shoot them a text saying, Mm. hey, just in case nobody tells you today, I hope you have a great day. 
right? Something that's very nice. simple. And that's how I keep in touch with everybody that's in my phone book. Yeah. Just to kind of send them encouragement and whether that produces conversation or not, at least that kind of leaves the door open for them to reach back out to me if they ever want to talk about real estate or mindset or, or whatever it is. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Now, when we were talking about having this interview, you shared with me that you've got a good little hack for helping to keep yourself motivated and inspired throughout the day. And it's something that you do with your cell phone. So why don't you walk us through that, Brandon? Sure. Like I'd mentioned intention, right? That's my word for the year. And that's what I try to focus on with everything I do, intention. And it's really hard to go through the day if you don't know who you're trying to become. Hmm. And as far as the exercise goes, it's a quick little thing that you can set up on your phone to help remind you of who your best self is. Because lots of things can happen throughout the day. You get a lot of curveballs. We got to put out a lot of different fires. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to get sucked into those things. And my suggestion and what I do and what has been working so far with me is using your phone as a tool. And at least for iPhone, I, I can't say this for Android, but at least for iPhone, we have alarms on there and you can name these alarms. Mm-hmm. And what I want to suggest is Creating these alarms every three hours on your phone and naming them three words you would describe your best self. So take a moment, right? Get in that quiet space, take a couple deep breaths and really think about who the best version of yourself is and how would you describe them? Whatever three three words you can think of to describe your best self, those would be what you would program into your phone as the alarm and remind you throughout the day of who you need to be. Okay, so if you don't mind sharing, what are your three words that you've chosen for the best version of Brandon Ravi? For me, and I guess what I should say when you start off, pick three words and stick to those three words throughout the whole day. And then you can evolve it over time. You can even put phrases in there, like I am statements or things that you want to be reminded of. But for me, I'll share with you guys one of those alarms. Sure. And it's loving, kind, and intentional. So Okay, so the alarm is all three words at once. You don't have three different alarms. One's loving. Oh, correct. Yeah, so it'll be all three words in one alarm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so again, I'm trying to get my thick skull around this. You've got your three words. And have you spoken this into your phone? And every three hours, your phone alarm goes off. It's yourself telling yourself those three words. Mm. Is that how it works? You know, I never thought about that. I'm not sure if you can do that, but no, it's just a visual thing. When I'm going throughout the day, my phone will go off. We all check our phones, right? So I'll check my phone and then those three words will be shouting right at me. Not shouting, but (laughs) because it's not speaking, but it'll be on my phone and I can read those words out loud, right? Loving, kind, intentional. And then I can ask myself, you know, what am I doing right now? Am I being loving? Am I being kind? Am I being intentional with my time? And if I'm not, what do I need to do to shift? Mm. Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Well, I'm just thinking about it because I think you can program a custom alarm in there. And that might even be a double whammy because then it would be yourself talking to yourself, saying that plus the visual. So basically the alarm pops up and instead of it just saying alarm or whatever, it says loving, kind, and intentional. 
that's what pops up on the screen, correct? Correct. Yep. All right. And that just every three hours throughout the working day that just pops up and reminds you. Yep. From 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. It's going every three hours. Nice. Yeah. Nice. For as long as I've been doing this, I still get caught off guard that it's going to remind me. So, I mean, that's why, although it sounds really simple, it's pretty effective. That's very cool. That's very cool. So, yeah. And do you have any, any situations, any stories about how that's really helped you or your day around by seeing one of those alarms popping up? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm human, right? And I'll get sucked into hope. social media <laughs> <laughs> as well as I time block and try to stick to it. Sometimes I'll get sucked into social media. Yeah. And easy, easy to happen. That's for right. Sure. Yeah. And if I'm not careful, sometimes, you know, I'll be going through social media and when it hits that time, when the alarm goes off, that's when it'll pop up and an intentional, I'll see intentional. Right. Mm. So what is my intention here on social media? Right. Am I here to network? Am I here to learn about something? Am I, you know, what is my intention? Oh, I'm just here to look for, you know, look at cars or for the latest trend or whatever it is. Right. Well, that's not really being productive. So I got to kick myself in the butt. I got to shut off the app and then try and find, okay, where can I be intentional? How can I grow? So yeah, that's how this alarm helps me out. Yeah. I forget it, it's going to happen sometimes. So yeah. well, I would imagine, right. It's every three hours. That's a chunk of time between alarms and yeah, you get caught up in whatever it is that you're doing. Right. Very, very cool. Brandon, time flies when we're having a great discussion, but I'm sure a lot of people would like to find out more about you and what you're up to and how they might yeah. be able to get some more great ideas from you. What's the best way for people to find out more about Brandon Rally? So I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is breaking rhythm. That's one word. That's also the name of my personal development coaching company. Mm -hmm. And if you go to my website, www.breakingrhythm.com, there's also a free tool it's basically something, the thing that I use in the morning, the questions that I go through that helps kind of get my mindset in the right headspace. So you can check that out for free. Uh, if you want to we'll make, make sure we got those in the show notes as well. Excellent. Cool. Well, Brandon, thank you very much for spending some time with us here today and sharing how you're able to juggle working a full-time job, being a real estate investor, being a father and a husband, and how you're able to really make your time much more efficient. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, no, I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you, Dave. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you on the next episode. Well, hey there, thanks for tuning into the Property Profits Podcast. If you like this episode, that's great. Please go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Give us a good review. That'd be awesome. I appreciate that. And if you're looking to attract investors and raise capital for your deals, I'm going to invite you to get a complimentary copy of my newest book right back there. There it is. The Money Partner Formula. You can get a PDF version at InvestorAttractionBook.com. Again, InvestorAttractionBook.com. Take care.